This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Let's start the show. This is Jim Hutchison. This is Tyler Zollers. And this is the the Nerdball Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Nailed it. The Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. All right, guys, <laughs> thanks for coming on the podcast, Jim. I did. We did. You have to wake up extra early, or are you normally up? No, I'm I'm normally asleep. We in my house we rotate on Saturday on the weekend, so oh. Saturdays I wake up early. Sundays my wife wakes up early with the kids. Oh, so. nice. So you're welcome. <laughs> we we used to do that too. That used to be a thing we. Uh, where we would rotate. Now our kids are old enough where they can get up by themselves and we could sleep in both days. So it's nice. Uh, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> um, so a, a new thing, if you guys haven't listened to the podcast, is I ask uh, my guests something they've been nerding out about lately, something that they've just been into, a TV show, uh, game, uh, any kind of sport, any hobby, something you guys have been recently into even if it's a new thing like you just started it or something you've always been into uh the only thing it, it can't be your job um because that's uh that's your job you got to find something away from that to be to be a healthy person so so uh tyler we'll go first uh what's something that you've been really been into recently there's only four episodes of it but it's uh the problem with uh it's a documentary mm-hmm. uh on apple tv and it's john stewart so a lot of people might remember that name. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. From, from, from uh daily show back in the day. Yeah. So he yeah. did this interesting, like little documentary series, but it's called the problem with, and he looks at things like uh, the most recent one I watched was um, guns. So nothing controversial, just, you know, like easy topics <laughs> to, to handle, uh, but it's, it's interesting. I don't know. So okay, like my, myself, I just think that, you know, both sides of the political spectrum are just full of it and he calls it out as he sees it. So I think it's kind of cool and kind of interesting. Do you like documentaries to begin with? I do. I love yeah. them. I saw yeah. a really weird one the other day. Uh, what was it? Enemy of the state. Okay. It was about a guy that had ties with WikiLeak, but he, I think he was a little head crazy cause he was also like being brought up on charges of child pornography and he was saying that the government was going after him with bogus charges of child pornography in order to get to him for like espionage from WikiLeaks. Oh, so really? That, oh, wow. It was really, yeah, quite interesting. And a couple like, you know, paid like, didn't know which way the story was going. But in the end, like, guy was full of it. He was just a child porn dude that also was tied to WikiLeaks. But they, they, so they basically got him on both charges almost. So, oh, wow. Kind of messed up. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jim, what about you? What's something you've been really getting into lately? So this week, we actually just started Last Man on Earth. I don't know oh, if really? you guys ever saw Oh, I watched yeah. the whole series, yeah. So um, it's kind of crazy, like, looking back, because it takes place in 2020, and, like, the virus comes <laughs> yeah. in and wipes out the country. <laughs> so you're just kind of like, oh, my goodness. So um, 
but did you get no, into that did you get into that because like you saw an article like about how it's it's similar no a friend of ours is just like hey if you're looking for something here oh, nice. this okay. is a funny tv show yeah. kind of a thing and it's very it's dark uh but yeah. it is it's hilarious and and the cameos on it are mm-hmm. are really good and january jones is amazing yeah. in all ways so it's just uh no it, it, it's it's good so we've been we've been binging that lately so when do you guys find time to watch television because i know our kids bogart every everything we have so we have uh i have covid my kids have covid so we're all at home <laughs> wow and so we're just they're kind of off doing their things everybody feels okay mm-hmm. um but it's just we're just chilling right now and so like nice yesterday um just kind of chilled on the couch and, and in the morning just ran through a couple episodes and then watched some football and then afterwards once the kids went down we watched a couple more episodes so nice. um he locks himself yeah. in his room is what he does <laughs> that too that do you too, have an office is, is this your office this is nice as you can see my my books yeah um how, how many, many how many of those read? yes that's exactly yeah. what i was gonna say <laughs> myself five. my my uh my wife <laughs> is the studious one. Oh, so. okay all right the way you look at them they look important like in this video <laughs> right now they, you look important you got things on the wall Get a nice what is that in the corner like a light or what is there some sort of shelf in the corner behind this you? yeah a tv oh the, the way uh the way the the shadows are on it it looks like it's it has three segments uh, on it yeah all right no, nice nice so, man yeah yeah so I, I dream of an office someday i'm in the basement right now and if i were to turn my camera you can see uh i'm next to a dollhouse so nice nice it's <laughs> awesome um, I, Jim, I, I'm always excited when, uh, this is the second time I've asked you guys to come on and it's the second time you've come up with a pretty expansive list of stuff, <laughs> of stuff to talk about. Um, I did, uh, text, uh, uh, Scott Buecher texted me and said, Hey, I'm all caught up on the episodes. Uh, good job. And I told him that, that, uh, you guys were coming on today and he said, okay, don't let Jimmy make a list. <laughs> And I, said, <laughs> and I said, too late. He already made one. And then, so I sent him, I sent him a list. He goes, actually like four items on there i would really like you three to cover so <laughs> he was uh he was excited about it yeah um, should be. Uh, very much so yeah so the the one i want to save for last because this is something we kind of talked about is having our own podcast i think like once a month uh all three of us come together maybe even at the end of the month since we're at the end of the month now um and we'll call it three different dads and we just have different dad stories. Uh, and the, and the reason, you know, I sent it to you guys is we're all different. I have, I have the oldest kids and a boy, Jim has girls and Tyler co-parenting. So I think it'd be a cool podcast just like, cause different perspectives about anything. You know, I come on here, I'm talking about, you know, Mateo and girls and you guys don't have to hey, deal with that, you know? So I think it'd be cool perspective. So I want to save the, the basketball story, uh, for the okay. end when we'll, when we'll do that stuff. But um, one thing that interests me and interests Jim, and I don't know how much it interests Tyler as much as the Cowboys and how how I'm always frustrated because they never uh, win anything anymore. <laughs> um, and and how much I don't like Mike McCarthy. I don't know how you feel about him, Jim. No, there's just certain people that you're like, okay, this guy's going to win or this team or whatever it may be mm-hmm. in all sports. 
And with him, with certain guys, I feel like you're overcoming that. Like when they get to a big stage, it's just like, yeah. okay, like everybody wants to complain about the Joneses and have they ran everything great? No, but at the same time, if you look on both sides of the ball, there's two all pro defensive players. Mm-hmm. The only team in the like the only I think the only team in football that has two all pros on defense. You've got playmakers throughout. You've got on the offensive side legit weapons, mm-hmm. and they come out and they just look so flat and so just like lethargic and could not get anything done. It was just it's frustrating. It was just like yeah. what. What do you need? Because normally it could be like, well, if we fix this, if we do this, we'll be really good. And there's nothing that sticks out. There's no like glaring, like, hey, we really need to improve on X or we need to get a dynamic player here. And so um, you got to look at like the coaching and the culture and like just the penalties and everything. That's what I was going to say. The the thing that stands out is the 14 penalties. Um, I think there's always a time management stigma that sticks over his head too. I don't know if it, if that manifests as much, but I know that's what everyone always talks about. Like, Hey, they're going to, they're doing this despite yeah. the horrible time. Why are you calling a run play in the middle of the field when obviously that's exactly what the defense wants you to do when they're sitting everybody on the sidelines. Yeah. 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 It's just dumb. Yeah. And, and go ahead, Jim. Oh, uh, no, it's just, um, it's weird because they're the ultimate and in the Dallas Mavericks are, I feel like a lot like this too. Like when it's a super tight game, it's just kind of like, okay, how are we going to lose this almost mm-hmm. when it's up by five or you're up by a score or whatever, they can turn it into, Hey, we're up by three scores now yeah. when it's a tied game or you're down a little bit, everybody, you know, gets a little tight. Everything is just like, okay. You know, and it's not like, no, we've got this under control. Let's just go out. Let's run our, let's do what we do. It's like all of a sudden now it's just like, we're throwing like laterals downfield. Like we're doing all this kind of stuff, which was cool. And I think it is, is, you know, it can be beneficial for people in the future and then teams will do it. But like, I don't know. It just like we had zero identity on offense and like our coaching and everybody, and even the coordinators, like Kellen Moore, like if a new team, if an NFL team gets him as a head coach, who's like, that's our guy. Like we got Super Bowls now. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. You know, I ever since Jimmy Johnson left, all the head coaches have been like, they're going to say yes to Jerry Jones, and they need someone like Jimmy Johnson, and that's the reason they won Super Bowls is because they, they butted heads a little bit, and ultimately that's why he left, you know, or got fired because they butted heads but i i've been saying since uh miami fired brian flores that i think he would be awesome as a cowboys coach but there's no way there's no way jimmy's gonna hire him because he's he's not gonna for lack of a better term you know take jim take jerry's shit so why would why would he want to hire someone who's gonna who's gonna question him yeah tyler would you rather have would you tyler would you rather have uh be a Cowboys fan and have Super Bowls in the nineties or be a Browns fan and have nothing ever in your life. No team in the nineties. 
I'm going to leave this podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, it, it is. It is no, but for me, it's serious. I question. don't know. Like, well, I also think you got to put it in perspective is, do you think, would you call this year? Obviously, like, I know everyone's goal is a Super Bowl seemingly, but like, how realistic is that? And you guys lost to a team that went to Green Bay last night and literally beat the Packers. Yeah. So you got to put it in perspective is those the like the 49ers, in my opinion, they're dude, they're a dangerous team that I don't think anybody's going to want to play. But like, I mean, it's the writings on the wall now. Like it's yeah. nobody's yeah. going to want to play them. They were so hot. And they have like, you know, they they actually remind me of like, you know, when the Giants won it all with Michael Strahan, they just have like nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. So like that's a very, very dangerous team to play in the playoffs or even at the end of the regular season. They were just there's they're steamrolling like they they're, they can't be stopped right now. So I don't know. So I guess, you know, my my opinion is like you got to put your season in perspective is like. What was the goal of your season? So Cowboys won the division, didn't they? Yeah. So like. A, a horrible I, it's but like they, a, it's they, a the nfc yeah, it's a, east like. i know but it's a building block that you could build off of and in the grand perspective too the cowboys still have a very young team like Dak is in year what six is that right they're they're young but they're all like the way i look at teams especially in the nfl it's like yeah, you could be building but at some point you're going to start to lose guys to free agency and all this other stuff and their yeah. cap numbers like they have some real decisions to make like do I think Zeke should be back next year? No, no. not with the money he's making. Like, there's their their team's gonna they're building, but I think their team's yeah. gonna look. I think my, I saw from what it Michael is Irvin. Yeah, I was watching a show yesterday. And Michael Irvin said it well. It's like all their playmakers just did not show up like in that game. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, CD Lamb had I think one catch, didn't he? Like, yeah, it, it's, it was bad. Like, yeah. Dak didn't have great jump off the page numbers. Like. Zeke didn't do much like in the grand scheme, like no, no one really popped off and like, you want your best players to show up in a big playoff game and they, they didn't. So, but yeah, at least original I'm, question, like about Cleveland, like Cleveland, I mean, so that's what I was trying to like say, put your season in perspective. The Browns were Super Bowl sleeper picks and it's just like, they, they had a horrible season. Do you like I mean, you Baker Mayfield? Do I like Baker Mayfield? Like, like, like as the quarterback? Do you or do you want somebody else? So I'll be honest. Like, I don't know how I don't know how anyone realistically answers that because, like, last year, if you look at it, he had a really good season last year in the grand scheme of things. This year, like, I don't want to throw old high school injuries, but same shoulder injury that I had, and I I did not play through it. I. But, you know, like, it, dude, I can't imagine, like, thinking back to high school and, like, after, like, that injury, trying to throw a ball or something, like, mm-hmm. or any sort of getting hit, I could not imagine because I just remember, like, the shooting pain of that. So, it's my point is it's hard to evaluate, I think, Baker's performance at all this year because it's just, like, he was hurt in week two, mm-hmm. and I just – I don't know. So, you know, the Browns, obviously, the higher-ups, they were looking at this season as, like, a – pretty big like we need to do a hardcore evaluation because his baker's clock is ticking it's like he's in now going into his fifth year next year and so he'll be a free agent after next year and i gotta figure it out um if you were to ask kurt's uncle ron ron would tell you he immediately wants baker fired and he was he was cheering for case keenum to take the reins and i'm like dude there's a reason why case keenum is not taking the reins it's so so can i tell you uh, i listened to 
Bill Simmons podcast with uh and uh him and when him and Ryan Ursillo come together, they always talk about how like uh I think they both say Case Keenum and Baker Mayfield are the same guys, except one's not hurt. So why don't you just put Case Keenum in? At least see what what's gonna happen. What's gonna then, happen, yeah. And then I, it happened, and they're like, well, I guess that way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just feel like the, the, the dynamic of the team, though, even removing Baker was just off this year. Like, they just did not feel like they were playing as a team. We're like, you know, in 2020 or 2021, go, yeah, 2020, 2021, the season, they just they looked like a team. They actually, like, looked like they cared. This year it was, like, the exact opposite. They are just kind of showing up to play. So they had good pieces, but, I, you know, it's – if you don't have an actual like buy-in of, to, across the board, your team isn't going to win in the long long run. So, I, I also think too like if if you don't have like a clear cut, here's our plan. It's the same thing with like college football coaches, right? It's cool to fire somebody to fire somebody, but unless you're like, hey, this is the person we're going to bring in, um, you know. A year and a half ago, Michigan fans all wanted Harbaugh fired and, and gone because he couldn't win the big one. And it's like bring them back they don't these guys don't grow on trees like at least we can have some what uh, what big one are we talking about is that the is uh 42 to 27 is that that i jotted that note down i don't think there's an ohio state fan anymore no so i mean it's like ohio state you suck okay (laughs) (laughs) but i mean it's just it's like i would rather have baker than like unknown guy x Mm -hmm. So it, that, that's what at least okay, it gives so, you. Yeah, let's it let's gives talk you about a, that. Yeah, it's like swagger. Yeah, yeah. It, like Tannehill, for instance. There are certain QBs in the league that you know if they don't mess up, your team has a chance to win because you're surrounded by great talent. So, like one I think of right there, Ryan Tannehill, and he that was a great example yesterday. Like, dude had like three or four picks, and I know like one or two of them were just batted balls, and like you know receiver popped it up and of course that's always going to be picked off but it's like there are certain qbs in the league that they just they run the the system and they don't get outside the system and as long as they do that they're on a good enough team to win so it's like i kind of sadly i see baker mayfield as that like i don't think he's going to win you a game like you know the justin herberts of the world that literally you can just put it on their their shoulder obviously Joe Burrows is another name that pops through my head, like of the up and coming young guys, but it's just like, I yeah, but yeah, yeah. But to me, then if you're down two scores in the fourth quarter, then, then that's it. I mean, if you're, if you're counting on your quarterback to not, Hey, just don't lose the game. Um, then you're telling me also, you're not going to win the game. Somebody else is. Yeah, correct. The Browns this year, I think I, it was either six or seven games Going into the final, I, this is like a mind-blowing stat. Going into the final four minutes of the game, they were down by six points. Like, I think it was five or six games this year. Mm-hmm. They lost every single one of them. And that was a big difference between this year and the previous years. The previous year, they won a couple close games. This year, they didn't win any. So, yeah, to your point, like, you got to have somebody that can go win you a game when it matters. And this year, Baker did not do that at all, so... Lorenzo, do you think Dak's that guy? No, I like Dak. I really like Dak. I, I think he's a nice dude. Like, I, and I, I have people that work at the Cowboys that we know and say he's super, super respectful and everything yeah. else. But like, 
As I like him as a football player. I think I think they need to use Dak like they use Josh Allen in Buffalo, where they didn't actually have designed runs for him because I think he needs to run more. Watching, I watch a lot of Buffalo Bills because my 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 mother in law is a big Bills fan, and they have designed runs. They have po- quarterback powers for for Josh Allen, and I understand I understand Dak got hurt last year, uh, but you can't. Oh, he got hurt, so so we're we're gonna not use that part of the offense. I mean, even in high school. We if yes, someone's hurt. We we our best player was hurt last year and and he came back in our last playoff game that we ended up losing and we still did everything we normally do. He was on a bum ankle. But guess what? That's it's NFL football. I think they use him more in the run game because it opens everything else up. He's a big dude. Yeah, did he get hurt? People get hurt, man. And you can't be scared to call certain things because you're afraid someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah, it's just uh, Do you like him as a football player? I think he's put in, he was put into a tremendous situation. Now, once again, it's like there's a handful of guys in the NFL that can actually take that and do something with it. But you've got Cooper Lamb on the outside. You have Schultz as a tight end. You've got two stud running backs. You have a offensive line that is getting older, but is good. Like they're, they're studs. There's no reason why you should not be able to go in there. Now there's mm-hmm. got like it does look completely different when like Cooper Rush comes in. Um, I I don't know if he's worth the money that they paid him, but um, I take him over. Would I take him over like Baker? Probably, but probably I mean, to me probably what I would one hundred percent take him over over. Baker, I I the don't thing, the thing the thing that I love about Baker that I don't see with like Dak is like, and it gets misconstrued I think a lot, but it's it even though Baker's not the best player, I still feel like there's he tries to lead and like it does seem like when things are going like people rally around him, and Dak is like so reserved. There's just yeah. like. You know, I, I just don't see that with, and that, that's one of those things where it's like you watch Brady and you watch these dudes, and they just get like so amped up, mm-hmm. and which I, I don't know. <laughs> I, love, I love how we're talking about Baker and Dak, and then you just casually throw in Tom Brady. Is like, you know, that guy. <laughs> well, I, I just the emotion, like you, yeah. I mean, I know. the dude well, is super guys- emotional, and that's one of those things where I feel like those type of dudes the Cowboys just came out so flat in that mm. first half. And it was just like, what, like, what the hell? Like, where's your like grabbing like some dude and being like, let's just jam it down and yeah. go, you know, type of a thing. Um, I, I think, I think there's different, uh, different kinds of leaders too. Like I know for me, even when we played high school football, that wasn't me either. Like I, I wasn't like, Hey, let's go, let's get this. Now when we're on the field. We might say certain things like, Hey, good job or, or whatever. But for, I was never the person to say, come on guys, we got this, you know, we're, we're down by 80, but we, you know, whatever, we still got this. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I was, I was one of the best players on our team. And, and that wasn't me. You know, I, I think there's different ways to lead. And I know even coaching, coaching now, um, our best, our uh, our quarterback wasn't one of our captains just because, but he leads differently, you know. But it's just because he's not one of the vocal ones. Usually in high school, it's the real vocal kids, the kids that are really good, the starters, all that. 
you're you make you know the kids will pick as captains and it's just it's it's different ways to lead but i i agree and i think it's amplified because he plays in dallas because it's like playing for the yankees everyone's on it all the time right. and i agree with you he's not that guy um and you can't i don't think you can force that on people now is there other ways to lead maybe he's he's doing it differently and we don't see it i don't know um but but i do understand your point because because we see it we see it on the field all the time every sunday so, but Buker, yeah. if you're listening, I mean, the Packers, good luck and be in football bliss for the next 20 some years. Jordan Love is your quarterback. So, <laughs> they had a good run from Favre to Rodgers. I think, you I think, think Rodgers right. is overrated. Can we just throw that out there? No, he's Rodgers is really good. Let me ask you, let me, One let me Super ask Bowl. a question yeah. Is Rodgers completely overrated in the playoffs? That's like an obvious yes. Is like I think he is two completely different players from playoff Rodgers to pre to regular season Rodgers. Like he, I mean his his record is horrible in the playoffs. Is it? And like he has to take some ownership of that. I don't know. Um, I don't know did you guys watch? Did you guys watch, yeah. did, did you guys watch <laughs> the game last night? The Packers game. Yeah. So, like the first drive, they went down and scored right away immediately. Yeah. Oh my God, they're going to like boat race this team. Yep. And then it was nothing. Like, hats off to San Francisco and their coaching staff to be like, oh, the Green Bay's doing this. This is how we're going to do adjustments and go. And they couldn't move the ball at all. It was crazy. Who do you like today? Do you like the GOAT versus the Rams? I, I mean, I, I looked over at my wife. I said, this sets up for Tom Brady to go to the Super Bowl again. No, I'm, I'm cool I, with it. I'm cool I, with I, it. I don't think – well, yeah, of course. You're a homer. No, I'm, I'm – no, I'm – all right. So, <laughs> let, me, let me pump the brakes a minute. Did you guys Did you guys watch the Tom Brady documentary at all? No. It's actually – I'll, I'll like be honest. It's super cool. three or four episodes cool. like, into it. Well, just – you got to put it in perspective. Is like – so, it was originally supposed to be a nine – episode like series covering his nine Super Bowl seasons like where he went to a Super Bowl and then obviously they had to shoot another one because they won his 10th you know or he didn't win his 10th Super Bowl but he went to a 10th Super Bowl last year so like when you start thinking about that and putting in perspective like we're just talking about like the Browns who have done nothing in my lifetime and then the Cowboys who won in the 90s but like then Tom Brady comes in in the early 2000s and literally like the dude just wins all the time. So I don't know. Yeah. You talk about a different type of leader. Like that documentary is super cool. If you guys check it out ever. I don't think uh, if the Buccaneers play the 49ers, I don't think they'll beat the 49ers. Um, I, and from everything I hear, you know, and I saw it when they played the Cowboys and I didn't watch the game last night. I was, it was Andrew's birthday. We went out to dinner. Um, but the thing that they kept saying against the Cowboys is they can get pressure on the quarterback with rushing four dudes. Uh, and if you can keep guys back, uh, if you can keep everyone else back when Tom Brady, because Tom Brady gets the ball out quick. But if you have seven dudes back there, it's going to make it a little tougher. Uh, I think I think they'll beat the Rams. I don't think the Rams are very good. I don't think the Cardinals are good and the Rams smoked them. So I, yeah. that's 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 what I think anyway. Do you like Tom Brady, Lorenzo? Yeah, I do. I I mean, I think it's cool that we, you know, us three get to grow up watching um, 
are not, I don't think arguably the best quarterback ever, but the best quarterback ever to play, um, who, no matter who, you, uh, arguably one or the number one or number two basketball to basketball player to ever play in LeBron James and one of the best baseball players in Mike Trout. Like we get to watch these guys now. And I think it's really cool because growing up, you know, yeah, Michael Jordan was around growing up, but I wasn't into basketball when I was like seven. And when I was, I was, I was into the Spurs and that's the only team I've, I focused on, you know, so I didn't pay attention to, to Michael Jordan as much until I got older. So I think it's really cool. And, and yes, I do like Tom Brady. My mother-in-law as a Bills fan just <laughs> hates him so bad. And I keep t- trying to tell like, can't you just appreciate the greatness that that's, that's here that's happened. And she's just like, no. <laughs> so, but no, I, I do like Tom Brady. One of the things that I love is like he's a weirdo, right? Like all the stuff that he does, it's like, okay, dude. But I feel like he's the same guy when you're talking to him about like certain things as if you like off camera, like he doesn't eat strawberries, he's like, you know, whatever, like this crazy diet. We're like, <clears throat> my wife really likes Peyton Manning. I don't like Peyton Manning until he did this like Monday night telecast thing because I always felt like the commercial guy and like all like after the games, like the aw shucks like guy was completely different than the stories that you'd hear from his teammates and stuff where he'd be like, Hey, like he'd get on people's asses and like, you know, really like chew them out and like go like, you know, different things. And so I, I don't know. I always appreciate it. It's like with, with Brady you, uh... and, he was who he like, was. How could you not like the Peyton Manning like Saturday Night Live commercial of you know right. hitting the kids like, like, but like that was ball. I felt like that was like that's his like person like he was funny and could do stuff but like when you'd see him in interviews and like doing stuff it was just very like you know we're gonna try our best you know Robotic. whatever it may be yeah, yeah it's just like dude come on give us something yeah. So. yeah but yeah but isn't there uh I mean isn't there a thing to be said that here's here's my personality but then when when it's game time and all that stuff then it's it's a a flip switches and it's something different you know right but like i'm saying like even outside of games and stuff like when he would like if you listen to like pat Pat mcafee tell stories about him or anything it's just like he seemed like a completely different guy than the like this guy over here Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know so Hmm. tom brady go Oh, okay. Um, Jimmy, you brought you talked about Dallas Mavericks. How many Mavericks games have you been to this year? I haven't been to any, man. Oh no. So no. So we I haven't missed any on TV. Hmm. So um, but that's our plan. We're planning to go to at least one, you know, we'll tr- we'll try to go to one. When I go to them, like I want to try to get the, the best seats possible and, yeah. and, and try to try to do that. So I'd rather spend more money and go to like one game. Like a one good and, time. Yeah. Yeah. Type of a thing. So, so that's on the list for this year still, but nice. uh, do your kids go? No, no. no. Do they no. like, so, uh, do they like sports? Um. So our dog's name is Luca. And <laughs> so they get a kick out of like the Luca on TV versus the Luca. That's our dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's about the extent they'll, they'll watch it. If, if we're watching a game and it's late and they come downstairs, cause they have to get like a drink of water for like the eighth time. Like yep. they'll be like, Oh, can I watch some of this too? It's like, yeah, that's fine. You know, you're, like, we'll you're, watch you're just a trying bit. to stay up later. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, nice. um, but do, do they you, I say, do you, does that bother you or, or do you, does it not care? Cause I know, I know when we had Mateo, um, I was like, you know, if you like sports, cool. If he doesn't cool, but he will not root against my teams, you know? And I, that's for the same thing for our daughter too. Like if they like sport, if whatever they like, you know, we'll, we'll be into too, you know, but recently Mateo has been all about, especially football, like been all about football. He'll watch any game, um, which I think is pretty cool. Cause even I wasn't like that at his age, I wouldn't just watch a yeah. football game. Um, he watches, he'll get up in the morning and the Cowboys played late. He'll uh, he'll watch the highlights. You know, he'll find it on the computer and watch the highlights. So, yeah. so that's something I'm I'm really getting into. Like I really like that he likes that because that's cool. When I was growing up, I liked sports, and me and my dad would listen to the Indians game on the radio or watch it on TV five whenever it was on TV. You know, and yeah. And as he's getting older, I'm getting more excited because because I you know, and I was gonna talk to you next year. I want to try to take him to a Cowboys game, and because yeah. he talked about wanting to do that, and actually he wanted that for Christmas, but we couldn't make it happen because of the schedule. Um, yeah. and he, wa- he wants to go to a Spurs game and he's, he's just all excited. So I know I I'm appreciating that. And, and I can't wait to like foster that. Like, yes, hopefully our teams aren't horrible for forever and, and, and you'll enjoy some wins, you know? Um, but, but how do you feel Jim about, about your daughter? Cause it sounds like they're not into it really. So they really like, like the college, like pageantry, like mm-hmm. the stuff beforehand, like the bands, they like seeing different things on there. Um, my wife, went to A&M she hates like she's not a Texas fan she's not a Texas Tech fan uh from the big 12 days yeah um and so you know she'll be like hey root against this team when I grew up like my dad was all like Washington like he's from DC area so he was grew up like huge Redskins fan Senators fan like all this type of stuff so he put but that what was weird for me was I didn't find that out until later it was oh. very much like a, hey, do you find who you like, uh-huh. and then we'll you know kind of go from there, kind of a thing. Um, so for me, I always tell them like, hey, if if you like TCU because they're purple and that just like interests you, or you think they have cool jerseys or whatever, like how, like let's just get behind it and mm. enjoy it type of a thing, and kind of go from there. So. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not super into it, but I, I definitely, I could care less who they like or what they're, what gets them interested as long as if they can get interested in it, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, my wife is very much different. Like, yeah, she does not want, like, we'll, we'll horns up just to piss her off. Like I'll teach the, <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, Hey, let's do this type of a thing. And, and so, um, but <laughs> No, they're, they're yeah. you know, they're, they're just not into it as much as, as you Somebody know, else. some yeah. other kids are. What about you, Tyler? Uh, I don't think Olivia really cares at all about sports. I mean, yeah. have you taken her she, to sporting events? Yes. Taking her to a couple Indians games. Um, Guardians. I, I, yeah, I share, I share season tickets with a couple people. And so like, it's only, a, I, I end up going to like five games a year, but. Okay. It's. Yeah, she thinks it's super boring, which I think, honestly, unless I guess you play baseball, most kids probably do think baseball is very boring just because it's not fast paced at all. And it's also not the easiest game to understand. She's getting more into football, I think. Um, She'll at least like watch games a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's uh, if you were to ask her, what would you rather do, like sports or anything else? She'd probably say anything else. So. 
open up just... po- open up Pokemon cards. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. my god. Yes. <laughs> that that what's, hit what's hard this year, like Pokemon cards. Yeah. So. Well, I, I have some I have some in reserve. I've been like because when I, I, I found some Twitter accounts that say, hey, these things are on sale or it's on sale now. Go get them real quick. So I got a bunch of stuff in my garage still. Um, So if you need any for a holiday for a holiday or a birthday, I'm not sure when she was when she was born, but I have some that you're more than welcome to get because I know it's hard to find. Yeah, they are. It's yeah. crazy. There's it's because all of the, the 30 year old fathers used to collect cards and now. <laughs> They're all trying to collect them with their kids. I tell you what, I had a lot of fun opening up Pokemon cards with Mateo. Oh yeah, it is fun. It yeah. is fun. You just never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, but yeah. What about uh, what about Lillian? Is she is she into sports at all or not really? Or? She, I think she's into sports because Mateo's into sports. Um, she's played a few. She's she does baton. She's been doing baton twirling for like four years. Yeah. Uh, she's really good good at it. She just started competitions this year. Um, so she's, uh, we're still getting, try, letting, we're still trying to tell her like, you need, she gets mad when she doesn't win. She's super competitive at everything. I don't mean like playing shoots and ladders. Like she gets really mad, um, but she gets mad when she doesn't win these competitions. And we tell her like, you don't practice on your own. These people who do well and win, they do it at home too, not just in the gym with your coach. So, but she's seven, so we can't, you know, we're, we're trying to like, no, dude, just poke the bear, just start poking the bear. We're trying to like <laughs> finesse that, that lesson, you know, yeah. and, and, um, you know, but she, her team wins her, her team has won once because they're really good. The, the program here in Perrysburg, uh, is run by a woman named Andrea Whiting, who's been doing, who's been running the program since she was 16. It's, it's a real good program. So her team does well, but she needs to work more on her own. But, uh, to back to the question, she does like sports. She'll, uh, She's playing softball this year, so I get to be the head coach of a seven and eight year old softball team this summer. Um, nice. She's going to try basketball next year, and she's going to do volleyball next year, which she hasn't done yet. And she's probably going to be six feet tall, so I'm looking forward to her, you know, being into Dominating. that. Yeah, because I think she's going to be good <laughs> at it because she's so competitive, and she has an older brother that picks on her, and you know, it's gonna it's gonna foster something, hopefully, you know. Oh, but yeah. she's, yeah. but as long as they're active, like I, I like them in all kinds of stuff. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's cool. But yeah, she, she sits and watches every once in a while. Um, she, I took a picture of when we were watching the Cowboys game at my parents' house, she was sitting on my dad's lap and they both had Cowboys stuff on. And I took a picture. Um, but I had to tell her like, Hey, we're trying to watch the game. Cause she likes, likes to mess with my dad because my dad and her, they, they mess around with each other. They always, you know, poking each other and, you know, are, you know, just like play fighting and that kind of stuff. But I told her, I was like, Hey, right. let's, let's watch this game right now for a little bit. And she did, she sat there and, and watched it, you know? So it's, like I said, it's cool that they're, that they're into that. And if it keeps going, it keeps going. I think for Mateo, what really helped this year is he was able to be on the sidelines for Friday nights. Uh, he was the uh, water boy, one of the water boys and that turned him around as far as wanting to play tackle football. Cause before the season, he was unsure. And then after the season, he goes, yeah, I'm excited to play, which is cool. So that's cool. I yeah. definitely think it's the atmosphere that the kids watch the games in because like growing up, if we, whenever we get to go to like Cleveland Indians baseball game, it was awesome because it's sold out, right? Yes. Like every yes. game is is rocking. Mm-hmm. You go to like college football games, you know, at these big programs, like everything's going crazy and it's like there's a buzz. Whereas like if you took a kid to like a baseball game now and there's like half filled stands, it's kind of like you're watching, but at the same time, no one else really is either. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go get some, let's go get some food. Let's go like, let's go walk around. Let's go do like all this type of stuff. And it's just like, 
you don't get to like enjoy that energy of everybody else doing that same thing. I yes. feel like it's huge with any type of sport. Right. And so, um, no, so I, I tell you I what, the, the most fun I had watching a Spurs game is I was down in Texas and I was down there for a bad reason. My, you know, my uh, grandfather passed away. This was years ago. They were in the playoffs, but I watched the game with like 15 other Spurs fans that were my family. And it was the best, like, I don't know even know if they won or lost this game, but I remember it being ex- fun because everyone was there cheering for you, for the team you were cheering for. It was so yeah. much fun. Um, it was so much better than the championships. I, w- I watched by myself at like 11, you know, in <laughs> pacing in my living room, you know, but, yeah. th- but you're right. The atmosphere of it being, being exciting. And I, I think a big part of it too is, is being able to watch, games when you want to on tv as a child i could never see the spurs play unless it was the playoffs you know i lived yeah. in ohio um but now you can I, if i wanted the nba pass i could get the nba pass we could watch every spurs game if we wanted to right so the accessibility of it makes fandom more fun too because you get to see your team if they're in a different state now cowboys yeah. they're always on tv growing up so it, that wasn't an issue um and also your team being good at the time when your child is picking teams that that plays a lot into it too when i was young the cowboys were good the the indians at the time were good and and the spurs were always in the playoffs so my teams were good and so who wants to root for losers all the time especially when you're when you're 10 11 years old yeah so you have to be a crazy cleveland browns fan to do that so yeah (laughs) have you guys have you guys always liked the teams you like now or because I know Jim Jim had written about changing allegiance to your team. Has has it always been the the teams you're currently rooting for right now? Have those always been your teams, Jim? I mean, no. So like Penn State, like growing up in Ohio, like definitely really enjoyed watching Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Same type of thing, right? The atmosphere, like going watching it with a pe- bunch of people. Um, once I started like taking classes and tuition money going to Penn state. Like, yeah. it, like it didn't make sense for my wife and like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, that, that doesn't make, that's weird. Um, so change <laughs> changed up to that. Um, but no, I mean, Indians, I, I'll watch in the playoffs, uh, Mavericks growing up, I get like in high school, I guess I started following the Mavericks more. Mm-hmm. Um, Bulls were like my team. Obviously, every kid I feel like was a Bulls fan at some point. Yeah. Um, and then and then Cowboys. So for me, <laughs> haven't really had any major changes. Like I it felt so weird when the Rangers almost won the World Series. Like I was I was sad because like I'm watching this other team when I first moved down to Texas, like almost won a World Series, and I'm just like, God, like I want to experience that. And and so, hey, we we've experienced a lot of almost I'm almost World Series, <laughs> which is just like you know, so painful. Yes, Tyler, so, what what about you? Have you liked the the teams you currently like? Sadly, yes, yeah. yes. So I feel is very all, all Cleveland, uh, with the exception of U of M and yeah. then uh, the Red Wings. But I don't honestly like. I kind of fell off a of hockey a couple years ago. Just I don't know what it was, but. Yeah, I just don't watch it as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Indians and Browns, and that's 
you know, and then Michigan. I, I think my biggest sport is definitely football. So it's like I almost just kind of go into hibernation in like the summertime. Yeah. Indians are nice distraction, but lately they've just their team is just going to be terrible for years. So I don't know. I was excited to see like there was like a rumored, you know, new owner kind of coming in, like in a minority ship like yeah. role. But I think that's promising for the long term of the Indians. We'll see. I guess. But they were they replaced the guy that was there who went to Kansas City to be the owner of Kansas City, or I don't know if it's owner or another part owner but he anyway he went to kansas city because that's where he was from but so they're just bringing because you know the dolans they don't have a lot of money so they got... no they don't let's not talk about their money <laughs> we, okay? you know we just own they just own madison square garden that's okay yeah, uh, it's, but... yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you guys like is there anything the team could do that you're like that you'd be like i'm out i, I don't think so for me because i like the team i don't like uh, now there could be players or part or owners or coaches that do something I don't like, but I, I like the team. Uh, maybe if a team moved, uh, that might cause me to be like, uh, eh, I don't know anymore. But for the most part, uh, I never, I never thought of like, what would, what would happen if, if, uh, what would, I mean, it would, it wouldn't happen with the guardians because Hey, I don't give I don't care about the name change because it's still the team. It's not, it's not the name. It's still the team I like. And they're 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 so up and down, more down than up. Like them being horrible doesn't bother me, you know. Um, the the Cowboys haven't won anything since I was like ten. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. So I think if anything, I think it'd be if a team moved, I'd have to really think about. Yeah, if I like. I think we're all too loyal. I think we should have all jumped ship to the you know like Patriots years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we would all probably be so much happier for in the grand scheme of things. Looking back at like the last twenty years of late, you know, early two thousands, we're like, yeah, I'm a Patriots fan now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but you know what though? Like, I also feel whenever the Indians or the I words, like when they win it it's going to be awesome. And then after that, I feel like it's almost like a check mark on yeah. like my life. I'm mm-hmm. not like as weird as it sounds, but like I'm going to care a lot less. I feel like the next time they're in the playoffs because exactly. it's like we've done that. I've experienced yep. that championship type of a thing. Um, I don't know. I would, I, I, bet, want, I would always want another though. Like I'll, I'll be, I, I would be pretty. Yeah. I no, mean, no. Boston I, is sure. Boston's probably like in 04, you're probably like, oh my God, compared to like whenever they won like their fourth one. It's yeah. like, oh, this is cool. Like this is awesome. But it's just like that that joy that just like, oh my God, this is actually happening. Like I, I always said, I always said when the Indians Guardians ever win the World Series, they could go oh and 162 the rest of my life. Like it, you're right. I I will still care. I still want them to win, but just that joy of I, that's the only. I mean, I've been pretty lucky. That's the only championship I that one of my teams hasn't won. I've seen the Spurs, Cowboys, yeah. the Longhorns. They've all won, and that's the one that's just uh, now. I have so many memories of of being at playoff games or watching it with my dad at a sports bar. When you know, I remember in ninety. 90- yeah. In 97, we were at a sports bar when they clinched to go to the World Series. It was just me and my dad and one of his friends. And I remember I remember some guy 
talking smack behind us and my dad's friend almost getting into a fight you know <laughs> so like all these memories that 2016 is when Mateo got into baseball because that's when he first like understood rules and was asking questions and wanted to watch the games and every morning you know he's he would ask dad did the Indians win you know like all all this there's so there's a lot of memories but man when they when they win that one it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be awesome and I hope I hope even if it's when I'm 80 you know Mateo's around where we can watch it together and you know celebrate because that's cool Yes. We just yeah. need to wait for the Dolans to die off. That's that's the <laughs> I think I think the Indians would be the one team I would stay with if they moved because if they move, that means someone new is taking over. And I'm like, all right, well, this is what's happening. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Man, we've we've gone 50 minutes uh on like I feel like on like three topics. Keep going. Go now. It's your show, man. Oh, all right. Um, oh, that's another one I really liked. So we'll make a hard pivot to our vacation that we're taking. It's funny because yeah. Trey actually texted me yesterday and said, hey, can you can you give an update on the vacation? Because it's been a while and I don't even remember the dates we're going. <laughs> so I sent him the dates. It's you know June 2nd through the 5th. Um, but every once in a while, I'll, I'll go on there and, and look at the house again. And it gets me excited because I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I know for me, I don't know how you guys feel. I know for me, um, Austin is close, but I, I just picture myself just staying at the house all the time. Cause it, it's, uh, it's an awesome house with a pool, uh, and a pond or a, a, on a lake. So, uh, yeah. what do you guys, I think, what are you guys looking forward to most about this vacation we're taking? I mean, for me, I think, I think it's going to be awesome if at least like one day or a group of us, I'd love just to go into Austin and explore. And like, there's a bunch of like cool stuff that you can kind of do there. Mm -hmm. um, but just seeing guys that I haven't spoken to and, and like hung out with in forever. Yeah. Um, like Erwin, George, like those guys, it's like, okay. Like, even though I've, I've talked to them here or there, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah. So, um, but also like no kids, no, just, I mean, yeah, just, just, just dude time. Dudes yeah. being dudes. <laughs> Could be like uh, the office when they, when he throws, when Michael throws that bachelor party, he's just like a guy's afternoon in a <laughs> gay. <laughs> an hour shower Who wants my man meet? <laughs> an hour long shower with guys yes. <laughs> ty what about you i'm just excited to get away i always like getting away and you know i i agree with jim i think austin's a cool town um there's a place called franklin barbecue that i really want to go to um it's one of those places that like you know it barbecue wise it's like supposedly like top 10 in the united states so you got to get in line super early in the morning they open at 11 and then even on their website it says like we we're open until we sell out but then they say like that's technically around two or three o'clock and i'm so you're just like dude how much barbecue are they selling in a day where they're literally open from 11 till two like yeah it puts it in perspective and also the fact that they're just like yeah once we're done we're done we're just closed for the rest of the day so <laughs> 
So you would think, yeah, it's got to be pretty legit if it's like that. Cause you know, from what I've seen, they, they cook a ton of barbecue every day, but they sell out of it like every day. So right. I really want to go to this place and it's going to be like a, a commitment, if you will, of like, oh, we're going to have to like get up and go stand in line for a couple hours, but I think it would be worth it. So, but yeah, just to get away and, you know, hang out with friends and are, are you guys something new, yes. like yeah. that, that to me is, you know, it's, there's a lot of cool stuff that you can do in like Ohio or you can do in like Chicago or whatever. But like, I really only been to Austin twice and both times it's just been with my wife and never like, Hey, like go do this or just new experience. Right. So yeah, I think just something completely new will be, will be cool. Are you guys yeah. able to take vacations as you know, like, are you able to take your daughter, Tyler, or your family, Jim, to, to places on a regular basis? Or do you try to, at least? I try to, yeah. I mean, so this year, um, you know, like, I have a big trip coming up in, like, a month now. Uh, we're going to Disney for, you know, oh, nice. second time. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, try and go. Obviously, COVID kind of killed the last couple of years, I swear. Mm. But uh, this year, I just kept telling myself, like, or, you know, like, later last year when i scheduled the disney trip i was just like i'm done with you know worrying about covid because it's not obviously going anywhere mm -hmm. and like here we are and there's another like spike in cases or whatever so yeah we're going in end of february and that'll be fun so nice yeah i mean i, I we typically will do like large family vacations with mm -hmm. my in-laws or whatever and mm -hmm. so um like we went to colorado last year um almost died um wait but, wait how'd you almost die i woke up first night there yeah and thought i was having a heart attack oh really and so yeah and so i couldn't breathe at all and like we were way out the top of this house on the top of the mountain it was mm -hmm. beautiful and uh i just kind of like was awake for like an hour and i'm just like oh my god like what the, what am i gonna do here like yeah. you know what's going on so just Google searched the hospital and kind of like woke my wife up and was like, Hey, I think I might be having a little bit of a heart attack here, but a little bit of a heart attack. I was like, Oh boy. But I didn't think it was <laughs> because it was just like breathing. I couldn't, I couldn't mm -hmm. get up any air in. And so I was just like, I'm just going to go drive to the hospital. And she's like, I'll, I'll drive you. And so, um, you know, woke up, went down went to the hospital and they're like, Hey, you either have this thing where you're having a bunch of little like heart attacks or it's just essentially like altitude sickness type of a thing. And I'm like, okay. So they hook up a bunch of tests and stuff. And then, um, yeah, we found out I just could not be in altitude. Like I didn't get all like my blood pressure and everything was just like way oh, out of wow. whack. Yeah. So it, it was kind of, it was crazy. And so, um they were like yeah you can't yeah. go back to the house i'm like well that's that's where i'm staying and they're like um no you need to get a hotel here because the hospital was like at the bottom like the base of the mountain okay and they just said it, this this whatever i forget the acronym mm -hmm. that they have for it but like even like serious like cyclists and different people like just certain bodies once you get over like you know turn out turn elevation like you need to have medication before you go essentially mm -hmm. to help with everything. And so I just stayed the night at a hotel, like a holiday end that night. 
yeah. and then flew from this super small airport to Denver and then flew home. And then my family had their vacation in Denver and I, uh, I was back in Texas, man. So it wow. was, it was, it was crazy, but I mean, everything's fine now. Everything, you know, checked out, everything's good, but it's just like, if I knew ahead of time, I could have taken some medication to like help with that ahead of time. But yeah, it was, uh, it's pretty shitty, uh, summer vacation. So, so no future man vacations in the mountains, in the mountains above 10,000 feet. I can, <laughs> I just need to take medication ahead of time, oh, okay. essentially. Yeah, it, they, it, they, they were do. just like, I'm just like, oh my God, like I need mm-hmm. to get shit, like I need to get like work out and drop all this weight and like all this stuff. And then he was just like, Dr. Kim, he's like, we had a group of like cyclists come in here, um, like a huge group and like half their team ended up having this condition mm-hmm. and even though they were in great shape and everything else. And so, um, <laughs> as a, as a cough, um, but so you're like, nah, I don't need to lose weight. I'm good. <laughs> so exactly. Um, the best news I've heard all weekend. Yeah. Did you say you related well to the cyclist team? Like you're in that sort of <laughs> performance condition. Yeah. So no, it was, crazy. it was crazy. It was, um, you know, the scariest part of all of it was flying out of there. Like, say, how do you handle this. flying then if you have this condition? So you're in pressurized cab cabins. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but like, I legit like this airport. Like, I pulled up there and I was like, <laughs> "This is a house. Like, what's like, what's going on here?" And then I show up and nobody's at this airport. And then like I'm sitting there, like nobody. There's no like check-in. There's like a counter. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Because I was just like, I'll get some food at the airport. Um, and no. And you kill then, your own like, food at the airport. Two people show up and they're like, oh, our flight, like we were supposed to fly this yesterday and our flight got canceled because um, there's too much wind or something. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, is it just us three? And they're like, no, there'll be more people that come. No one shows up to this airport. There's like two flights a day and people show up 90 minutes before the flight show up, yeah. like employees of the airport. And so um, like, you go through security and then you're on the runway. Like they had like a tent on the runway that you just kind of like hang out in. And then you walk in there and it's just like single file plane and you hop on and you're just like, and before they get on there, they're like, Hey, the plane's a little bit too heavy. We're just going to burn some gas here for a while. And I'm like, oh, like there's just mountains all over the place. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? I already so, don't like flying in that. I um, no. Yeah, and then like we're landing, and like because the plane's so small, a gust of wind like hits it, and they just go right back up. And they're like, "We're gonna circle around and do this again." I'm just like, "Oh my god, okay." Um, so what's happening? No, it was it was bizarre world, but uh, hey, oh it's you know survived, <laughs> survived in advance. Um. Ty, if you need to step out, feel free. Yeah. Me and me and Jim will keep this pumping. Yeah. We'll hold it down. <laughs> Look at that picture. Look at that picture. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the thumbnail for the YouTube. <laughs> A female ver- ver- uh, viewership will go way up. Two up. Save some for the rest <laughs> of us, Ty. <laughs> <laughs>
Seriously. <laughs> oh, oh Jim. Jim, what's that hat you have on? So it's it's lucky or something like that. I don't um like the jeans? Black clover. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, I was I was in Vegas. You'll appreciate this. You have a big head. I was in <laughs> Vegas and uh this this store had like this yeah, massive store inside the hotel. So and it was all hats. And whenever I go to like a lids or anything, like none of the hats there fit me really. Um, and so I go in there and they're, they had this double extra large fitted hat. And I was just like, oh, let me try it. You know, yeah. whatever, this isn't going to work. It fit. And I was like, nice. Okay. Like, <laughs> and so, um, at, what, what size hat are you like? So I'm like eight, probably like eight and a quarter. It, like a uh, true fitted hat yeah uh usually seven seven ace or eight okay yeah, yeah. so the eight plusers eight eight plusers it's uh it's a str- the struggle's real man and so i have transitioned though now with some with with oh yeah uh, yeah i don't gotta worry about all that here yeah 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 <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that but no that adds a little bit though yeah so it's um i think I told like for Christmas, I was like, I want another one of these hats. Just give me one in a different color. And my wife got me one. She got me an eight. Like they have a bunch of different like college team ones. So she oh, got okay. like a maroon A&M one. And, um, but it was only an extra large. I'm like, this isn't going to uh, work. So, um, but I, okay. I have, I have transitioned to strictly flex fit hats. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, no fitted, just the, like the stretchy fit fit ones. So what I have to do with the flex fit, even if it's like the extra large one, I have to cut the elastic inside. Like oh really? Almost yeah. To to get to uh, to get it on there. Dang Jim, that so, is a big melon. Yeah. So <laughs> no, I, I have some that are some large extra large. So that's usually what it is. in flex fit um, fit awesome, like a little bit too big, which is perfect. And then some can be the same size, just a different maker, and it's tight. So it just depends, but, but yeah, I, I know I never buy fitted hats anymore. So my mother-in-law got me a double extra large, one of these like black and uh, that's super tight on me, but I don't know if it's like, I've had this now for like a year and a half, two yeah. years. So it's like, I, I don't know if just the, the, the elastic needs to get worn out, but yeah, that's hat talk. <laughs> that's hat talk. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, before we go, I do what you talked about at the beginning. Um, we'll, we'll make this a monthly thing, even if, it, even if we come together, we only end up talking for 20 minutes. Um, but I think I'm, but I'm pretty sure if we come together, it's not going to just be 20 minutes, but, uh, I want to tell, you know, talk about a story. You can, you can say anything. I know Jim, Jim will kick it off. Cause he has something that, uh, I want to hear about. Um, but I think if we all just tell a story about uh, our kids or, or something they did, or it doesn't have to be. You know, there's no, there's no really like, hey, this is exactly what it has to be. Any kind of story will work, but I think it'll be cool to to hear some perspective on on different things. Uh, but go ahead, Jim, because I'm I'm cool. looking forward to to what you got. Uh, so I, I have a seven year old daughter, Brooklyn, and she is um, she's awesome. Very like her and I have very similar interest and and sense of humor on a lot of things. Um, she's also like everybody else in her class goes up to her shoulders. Like she Uh, towers over kids. Right. And so 
she's been doing dance. We tried to get her into soccer and then COVID hit and everything. Problem with her is she's just not aggressive, I would say, um, when it comes to like a sports setting. Um, so when she's with her sister and stuff, she can be super aggressive and everything else. But like when it comes to sports, it's like she's almost unsure, like, hey, if I take this shot, that means like the other kids aren't getting the ball right now or if I do this. So anyways, we, we got into basketball and like any parent, like take her to the practice. And I'm like, OK, try to walk her through all this type of stuff and talk to her. And we're going and I'm like before the first game, I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, if they score like three baskets, they're probably going to win. Like girls bass, like <laughs> seven-year-old Little girls kid, basketball. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, you're not going to, you know, whatever. And so I'm like, okay. And, and they lost their first game. It was like 7-2. It's like, okay, whatever. Next game, they lost, I kid you not, like 19 nothing. <laughs> and I'm just like. Did they get any shots up? Uh, I don't know what constitutes a shot. I mean. <laughs> Did they hit the backboard? Yeah, they, they occasionally. Okay. Um, but then, but everybody was like, "I think they're a travel. Like we're playing this like travel team." I'm like, yeah, that, that's weird for seven seven year old girl. Like whatever. Um, the parents they, are trying so, to justify it. The, the excuses yeah. are yeah. The excuses are starting. So and then with the COVID spike going back up again, um, they made a rule where only like two adults could go with each kid um to the game and so my in-laws wanted to go to a game so we were like yeah you can you can go take her you know enjoy it my daughter's team lost 40 to nothing (laughs) and and, uh like i'm just getting like pictures of like the scoreboard and like her playing and these kids um i don't know what it is but it's and i'm sure it's that way like there too but it's like the kids on like my daughter's team is very much what I felt like my teams were growing up where it's like parents drop the kids off at a gym. Mm -hmm. They run around for an hour. They kind of play around whatever that's practice. Um, These other kids, like they're like specialized coaches. They're like all this type of stuff. And they're seven. Um, And I'm just like, what the hell did we get ourselves <laughs> into like this isn't even now my and it, what's disheartening is like it's to the point now where brooks just like like i, I don't want to lose by 40 and i'm like no I, I get it kid like yeah. it's it's uh you know and then i'm trying to be like hey you, you could body it. these kids like yeah. you could go in there and like really do but she just like you know she'll get in her position like this and just kind of move around and not like throw an elbow or anything i'm like hey (laughs) do this once to one of those kids they won't come back in there but no it's um it's definitely interesting to see because it's just i growing up i was not aggressive at all like any kind of sports probably you know and even until like probably like junior senior year of high school i really understand like hey you need to go put this guy on his back and not just like hey i need to be in position if i'm in position here like whatever good enough um yeah like that's what i need to do and so um no it's 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 kind of crazy and just like how intense these other parents are on Mm -hmm. it and like even 
some of the parents are getting to the point on the team where it's just like, and they're getting frustrated with it too. And I'm just like, dude, the coach is doing his best. This dude, yeah, he, yeah. he works for some company. Like he's, he, he decided to put his hand up and said, he's going to coach these girls when like, I wasn't like, I, I, I didn't do it. So I'm not going to like sit there and criticize everything. That, but like, um, no, it's just, um, you're parenting wrong. Then you need to get her criticize this dude. Like that's, that's how it works. I, that's the way it works. I know. It's just, um, but well, no, it's, 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 it's definitely, it's, it's a crazy situation. And it's like, I really hope that it doesn't, um, affect her long-term like she yeah. still is like yeah i want to do basketball next year which is fine but it's like i was like hey if we do this i don't like we you just need to be outside like shooting baskets all day like you yeah. need to be doing like this type of stuff because just yeah she she has height which you can't teach but like all the other stuff it's just uh it, it, it's did, crazy did you, did you start the weight training program too now like she she's working out a couple of days mostly a just hgh and steroids <laughs> so we'll, we'll, okay. we'll get to that that part of it later on but it's um no it's well, well it's also it's also a good it's it's a obviously i mean everyone says it's a good learning moment you know because when they get crushed i mean my baseball team lost 20 to nothing for four years so it's you know it's something you you think about i didn't you know terrorize me for the rest of my life i just still think about it when i'm 37 apparently um but it's also good at parenting moment too right like how do i navigate this situation first of all uh are you having fun if you're having fun cool we'll we'll figure out how to win yeah. and we'll figure out winning you know that's number one if you're not having fun then that's different you know but if you're still having fun out there running around play with your friends you know hitting the backboard whatever then then we'll keep doing this and and eventually eventually you'll win and and they'll they'll want that but that's it is a it's a Everyone, I mean, as parents, we're always learning how to navigate certain things and how yeah. to figure stuff out. So, can I can I tell a quick story, real quick? That's what this is. Yes. No. So, <laughs> it was our. It would have been our sophomore year, and you remember the theme of the football team was nail it part two. Sure. Yeah. So obviously, like this is midway through the year. Like we, I think we won the first like three or four games that year, but then like we started like on that losing streak. And I just remember, and mind you, like, we're all, like, the three of us are sophomores. I was never playing even in the varsity games. I remember coming home one night, you know, and we're talking about, like, parenting to, like, losses. <laughs> I remember my dad, my dad, like, pulls me aside, like, you know, or just, just talking after one of the games. He goes, man, I'll tell you, you nail it part two. He's like, that's the biggest bunch of bull. He goes, you're, 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 you're saying should have been screw it. <laughs> <laughs> And I, like so to this day like I still like think about that and laugh just because like that's you know like I obviously knew I had no control over the games but it was yeah. just hilarious so I, I that always stuck with me it was like he kind of turned it into just a joke but yeah it was fun dude uh so so my my story is it's real short but it's uh has to do with this podcast so my kids are well, they're into YouTube. They they go, they like certain things on YouTube. They'll watch it and they always see like, you know, rate, review, subscribe. They want to make their own YouTube channel. I have a Twitch app on my phone. So I like recorded them uh, playing video games a few days ago or a few weeks ago uh, just because they wanted you want to see like that how many how many viewers do we have how many subscribers i go you don't have any this this is how it works you know like, ah, okay but uh so i recently put this podcast on youtube and you know after the new year and and my daughter comes up to me and she goes uh how many how many subscribers do you have i'm like right now like three and she just looks at me like 
Like she was so disappointed in me. I go, no, this is that's just how it works. You know, that, that kids will humble. I was excited. Like, oh, people are subscribing. Now it's friends and family, but yeah. people are subscribing. Yeah, I got three. Now I got like, I don't know, eight or nine, whatever. Yeah, we, we messed that up on the intro. You got you guys, if you're listening or however you're digesting this media, please hit that, smash that like and subscribe button. <laughs> yeah, they, they always don't forget to leave a comment. Yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe, guys. Thanks. <laughs> So the kids will humble you uh, uh, immediately because I, like I said, I was excited that people were actually like watching this and wanted to 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 subscribe to it, you know. And and she just like she just looked at me and then walked away. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm <laughs> so what's funny? My daughter has she has a speech thing with her throat, right? And so um, for Christmas, we were like, she she's she loves videos and all this stuff. So we we're just like, hey we'll have her create like a YouTube channel so she can go and like practice recording herself and like speaking and like getting comfortable with all that type of stuff. Yeah. So, and it's, it's all just like my family that watches these, like, you know, here's slime, here's whatever it is. Yeah. This is how yeah. I clean my room, whatever. Um, but yeah, no. Hey guys, make sure you're as always <laughs> smash that subscribe button and leave a comment <laughs> underneath. And uh, it's like, all right, that's fine. Do you comment? Oh, oh all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but she's, it's what's funny is, is like, we'll be sitting on the couch and all of a sudden she'll just like laugh at something. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I got a new subscriber. And then like, I'll go in there. I'll be like, oh, okay. My mother in law, like, you know, I like did, <laughs> did, nice. Did this. Uh, no, she, yeah. she's, she's got a kick out of it for sure. Good, good. Ty, what do you got for us? uh, My story about Olivia. So I had my first touch of drama, like ever, I guess. So Olivia went to a overnight sleepover party, like her first one, obviously she's in the second grade this year. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even honestly think she would end up like staying overnight just because obviously like given her age, like, you know, it's more like a try. So this turns into the next day, like another parent was like, texting you know my ex saying like i don't think our daughters can be friends anymore oh my gosh yeah dude it was like i i was like reading it and you guys know me and people that probably listen to this know me is like i'm super laid back super chill i was like i was reading these text chains and i was like you've got to be shitting me i was like these girls are like they're seven and eight year olds and you're telling like another parent why your kid can or can't be friends with your daughter and mind you, like Olivia is very much like me with that perspective is she's so laid back. It's yeah. like, you know, to a fault. But so, yeah, I got my first taste of like grade school drama. And I was literally the first thing I thought was like, again, dude, they're in second grade. Yeah. Like, are serious right now? So yeah, that Ma- was fun. Yeah. Mateo uh, last year got punched in the head by a kid and they're still friends. Yeah. So that, yeah. So I mean, it, it, <laughs> it was so bad it was so backwards man it's good i guess that they're telling like their parent or whatever some stuff Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. what's weird growing up i never told my parents like anything yeah like yeah i didn't want i didn't want my parents to get involved at any age with anything that was going on in my life essentially like it was very much like even if like if anything happened i was just like nope everything's like just very much like i didn't want (laughs) Because I was yeah. like, I, I don't want this to turn into like a thing or, yeah. or you know anything else. And so it's just very like, 
Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. The it's, long and the short of the drama was that uh, the Olivia's friend, you know, like best friend at the time, she's she her not her uh, and her friend said like, yeah, we'll like sleep together at the sleepover. Well, then Olivia's friend ended up like getting put somewhere else to sleep next to a different girl, which then Olivia got like sad about, you know. Yeah. So she ended up like, you know, again, like literally second grade drama stuff. And I was just but uh, of course, like what the the parent of this other child was there and. Well, like, just, I think the parents blow it up more than it needs to be. Oh, yeah. Right? Dude, you should, like, yeah. Like, Who cares? She was, like, talking about, like, yeah, their their friendship is just, it's reached an unhealthy level and causing anxiety for such and <laughs> is such. Is she a therapist? <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, clearly, like, you you have your own issues and you're pro- projecting them on your child. So That is insane. That's insane. Dude, it, was, it was too much. It was yeah. way too much. <laughs> my, my favorite line as a parent is just figure it out. Yeah. Kids yeah. are complaining about no, go go figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. Jim's just like you're one. You can't walk. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. No one's no one's in date like life or death danger. That's yeah. okay. I'll step I, in I, at that point. Otherwise, yeah. you kids need to figure shit out. That's what the now. If it's just my two kids arguing, I'll step in and 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 handle the situation because I'm tired of hearing them. But if they're outside and and it's usually Lillian comes in like, hey, the neighbor kids not letting me. Uh, grab the basketball or this is happening i go lil you're the, you're always going to be the youngest one in this pack of kids you're running around with in the neighborhood you're going to have to figure it out you can't come over here and yeah. crying all the time i'll yell out the window say hey make sure make sure you guys are sharing and then that's going to be the end of it yeah you know yep. you, gotta, you gotta figure it out you know and 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 then part of it too is is i'll pull mateo aside and i'll tell him hey you're her big brother. You got to make sure like she's involved in things too. You guys just can't leave her behind. You know, now I know it's not going to happen all the time, but I think if I put that in his mind, he he's the big brother. Like every once in a while, he'll be like, Hey guys, you know, Lillian's here too. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, awesome it, too that your kids at least that they have that ability to like at least play outside now. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like the neighborhood I'm at, like, it's just, I don't know. It's 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 weird. No one's out. It's no? it's a weird thing to see kids playing that. Yeah. Oh, our so. kids are. I mean, I think it started. It, it definitely, they've been outside. You know, since we moved here, they they. Mateo has a, a girl same age, and then she has an older brother, like three. I think three years older. Uh, but they've all been playing since we moved in uh, during COVID. We didn't let anybody in the house, so it was zero degrees, and they're out there playing in the snow, running around doing stuff. Uh, I'd put a set up a heater in a garage every once in a while for them and they'd be in the garage doing stuff, but yeah, they're always outside. And I just was talking to someone yesterday. It's amazing to me. And, and this is probably what we did when we were kids anyway, but it's crazy where, that they're so busy during the summer doing stuff. And then any day off, they're like, Hey, we're going to go play. I'm like, yeah. go for it. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm sitting here where you can go play. <laughs> now the one thing, so we do have a neighbor who's a year or two younger and like they're getting to the age now. Like, if he's outside doing something, <clears throat> my daughter will go out there and like, you know, do it. But so let me ask you this. So what time do kids normally start to play now? Like, is there like, Hey, not until 10 AM. I don't want you to go knock on oh, the yeah. neighbor's house or, or any of that type of stuff. Do you have something yeah. like that in place? Or? Um, Yeah. Because they'll, especially in the summer, they'll get antsy and want to want to do stuff. Um, That's normally on the weekend. Cause then, during the week they're at my in-laws. So uh, they yeah. don't they don't get out as much when they're out there or, or you know, go around the neighborhood because my in-laws don't don't want them to be far away. But, yeah, there is that where we have to wait a little bit. But for the most part, everybody's so busy 
like everyone's up early to go to some sport anyway. Yeah. So by the time we get home, you know, it's it's free game. Um, but yeah, they, you know, and I don't mind them going around the block. We have walkie talkies that we use. So we just strap a walkie talkie to them and say, hey, when you get there, just just let us know that you're there. You know, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice but it, yeah, it's it, I tell you, it's it's so nice having them having that, especially during COVID when we couldn't do anything just to have yeah. that little group of friends that hopefully they'll stay stay friends for a long time, you know, because it's even Lillian has someone in her same age, too, that that lives right down the street. So it's nice having that that part. And and they're old enough now where they can go outside for a few hours and it's nice and we don't worry about it. We're, and we can like yeah. sit and just watch TV or do whatever, you know, it's a little break. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. All right, guys. Well, let's let's like I said, let's make this a monthly thing. Uh, well, we will title it three different dads. Uh, we'll come together at the end of the month. Um, make sure you like and subscribe. And subscribe. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, I'm assuming I know for me, Sundays, Sundays tend to work better. Um, but if if something happens, we got to do a different day. That's cool, too. But but yeah, let's keep this going. I think it's a cool idea and and cool idea. And uh and I, I had fun talking to you guys, man. We haven't we haven't spoken a while, so uh, I appreciate you guys coming on the podcast, telling your stories. So thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Yeah. Enjoy enjoy this football, uh, Jim. If I ever find giant hats, whatever they are, I will I will buy it and mail you one. The big thing too with the hats is they have to come down, like some of them. To like, your ears, it, it, it looks like a like a yam, like the, the, the like <laughs> a little beanie. Fit, yeah, but it's like, yeah, yeah, it fits, but it doesn't like cover your head at all. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 a struggle. I see what I can do. I'll talk to Coach Creed. He has a big melon too. So, I'm I'm sure he deals with the exact same thing. All right, guys, so, have a right, good man. one. See you later, right. guys. See you guys. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It means the world to me. If we can get this podcast off the ground and running, you don't have to share the whole, all the episodes. Just share one you like. Uh, One podcast, uh, if you share one, could turn into a subscriber down the road. So any little bit helps. Uh, My my Gmail is thenerdballpodcast at gmail.com. I'm on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find me at Twitter at thenerdballpodcast. Instagram is the Nerdball Podcast, and Facebook is a page of the Nerdball Podcast. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cut of Fish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.